Hi, I'm Julie McDowell with the College of American Pathologists. I'm speaking with Dr. Miriam Post, a member of CAP's Graduate Medical Education Committee. Dr. Post and her committee colleagues recently published research in the Archives of Pathology and Laboratory Medicine about the attributes employers seek in applicants for entry-level pathologist positions. Dr. Post, can you provide a brief background on the study? Why and how was this survey conducted? Thanks, Julie. Many studies over the past 20 years have looked at strengths and weaknesses of new and practice pathologists. And while these have changed slightly, particularly in areas of lab management and quality assurance, they haven't really changed by very much. Employers have consistently noted some degree of difficulty in finding optimal new hires. So in discussions of issues that are facing current trainees, our committee wondered if some of the difficulty new pathologists have is related to their expectations versus those of their employers, rather than an actual skills gap. So what we tried to do was to delineate what today's employers truly expect to require. Our survey asked pathologists in a variety of practice settings who were responsible for hiring what skills and attributes they considered most essential, and whether they had difficulty finding appropriate applicants. Survey respondents were asked to rate the importance of 18 skills and attributes on a five-point scale, and these were divided into four broad categories. Interpersonal style, work style, career motivation, and technical proficiency. We also asked what advice employers had for new trainees. So based on your findings, what skills and attributes did employers rate as critically important in new hires? The three attributes that were considered most critically important, meaning that uh, employers have zero tolerance for developmental needs, were drawn from the interpersonal and work style categories. They were ethics and integrity, which 76% of respondents said were critically important, work ethic, and professionalism. The other things that were also necessary and rated as critically important by at least 50% of respondents included diagnostic skills, emotional stability, team attitude, and communication skills. Of note, there were no differences in these responses by practice setting. So pretty much all hiring pathologists are looking for the same key attributes in their applicants. What other conclusions did you come to based on your research findings? We found that most employers did report some degree of difficulty in finding appropriate new hires, and the most frequent reason cited was inadequate training or experience during residency. 45% of respondents noted that. The second most common was that unrealistic expectations regarding workload and hours by the applicants. Poor communication or interviewing skills, a limited geographic preference, and unrealistic expectations surrounding salary and benefits were also listed. One of the things that employers noted as red flags that would make them extremely unlikely to hire an applicant were poor interpersonal skills or references, large gaps in employment or frequent job changes. Up to 12% noted unrealistic expectations around salary and work hours in their applicants. So you mentioned that employers noted applicants' unrealistic expectations as a challenge when hiring entry-level pathologists. In your opinion, what are some issues that might create misalignment between the expectations of new hires and their employers? I honestly don't have a great answer for you on this one. 
One possibility is that the vast majority of our training programs are in academic medical centers, and therefore trainees don't get a realistic sense of what a private practice actually looks like on a day-to-day -day operational basis. Furthermore, residency training requires the acquisition of such vast amounts of book knowledge, the programs may not dedicate sufficient resources to stress the need for teamwork and for communication skills development, even though these are the features that those hiring are really looking for. Because there are so many different practice models out there, applicants may have heard that a recent graduate from their program got a job with particular hours or a particular salary and think that's the norm. So one thing we found is that applicants really are encouraged to do some research into the culture of the practice that they're applying to. Finally, what advice do you have for new pathologists just beginning their job search? The single most important thing that we found is that applicants need to demonstrate that they are willing to work hard and be flexible regarding their roles within a practice. New and practice pathologists should absolutely demonstrate a willingness to continue learning even after starting their job and be very cognizant of their own limitations. Seeking out help was not seen as a weakness by anyone, but rather as a sign of professional growth and development. There's no question that the jobs are out there. 85% of our survey respondents anticipate making at least one new hire in the next five years with the majority planning to hire two or three folks. That said, up to 70% of available jobs are not publicly posted, and therefore it's incumbent on applicants to develop professional networks or to become known during their residency training. They can do this through participation in national organizations or attendance at various meetings or communication with local pathologists. Definitely, applicants should make sure that their unique qualifications align with the advertised job and that they're able to clearly articulate in an interview why they are an optimal candidate for that position. Thank you so much for discussing this with us today, Dr. Post. Thank you. Dr. Post's research, Employer Expectations for Newly Trained Pathologists, can be found in the February 2017 issue of the Archives of Pathology and Laboratory Medicine. Thank you for listening, and be sure to listen to our other CapCast on CapSoundCloud channel at soundcloud.com forward slash pathologist.